Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. It's weird because I'm kind of doing stuff a little different. I did, I'm doing back to back nights. Um, this is going to be this coming week. It's, it doesn't matter. You guys don't know my shooting schedule, anyways. Yeah, you, you know, I run a week behind and I got to kind of do some jargon. But yeah, anyways, I was in Kansas City this past weekend. It was so much fun. And I can't stress anybody enough if you get the opportunity to go ride mopeds with a local in Kansas City, grab that chance and do it because. There's no straight roads. Well, there's some straight roads, but there's a lot of hills, a lot of hidden areas. I went into this underground, like, industrial park. I don't think – I'm, like, thinking to myself, my friend Marie, a.k.a. Moped Pizza Party, took me through. I'm like, I don't think we're supposed to be down here. And we're ripping, and it's great, and people are coming out looking at us. And as we pulled out, she goes, yeah, that's the first time security didn't chase me out of there. I'm like, God. Anyways, I can't thank Marie enough for her hospitality and uh, and our hunt for great uh, barbecue down there. Again, cold trailers, you guys put on a great ride. I'm sorry, I'm a moped guy. I love to rip and pass. You guys are more the scooter world. You stay single filed. Um, you guys are awesome. You're always great hosts. Angry, Matt, um, Nick, everybody. I, I love all you guys. I, you're always welcome in my place. Um, we got some business to take care of. I always forget to do this, so we'll do this at the top, boys and girls. We have a couple things. We have an email. If you want to give me stuff, that's always nice. I like getting stuff. Um, email me for my home address, but it's uh, Second Chance Moped, Second Chance Moped at gmail.com. Or if you just want to harass me in general, I kind of like it. Um, and also, we have an Instagram page, Second Chance Pod, Second Chance POD. A lot of you probably already followed, anyways. Um, and we have the Facebook groups. Just look up Second Chance Moped or Second Chance Moped Podcast, you'll find us. Um, but yeah, I got to thank everybody again for listening. This is a little experiment. I started with a co-host at the beginning of the year, or beginning of COVID, and Ashley had a bow, and Ashley, I can't thank you enough. I, I, I don't know if you listen or not, but again, thank you. Um, I can't thank my producer, um, Cassidy, enough. He was a friend who stepped in when I needed a friend, and somebody asked me, how long are you going to keep this going? And originally we just said, well, we want to do four. Well, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to do 52. I'm going to do a year. We're going to see how this goes. And that doesn't include any special announcements or anything like that. So Conan, you'll get 41. Uh, you'll have to tell me why you want to do 41. But anyways, this week on the podcast, we're going, we're back on the East coast. Um, we're good. I love jumping around the country cause then I get to meet different mopeders. It's so, so much fun. I like meeting people. It's just different people, different stories. Um, this person was recommended to me by somebody who's becoming a fast moped friend. Uh, he, he builds fast bikes, but he's a fast moped friend. Um, it comes down to, I, I wanted to do a build and he's like, well, this, this individual has got a recipe. He built some pretty, pretty quick bikes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I saw he had a pretty good thread on moped army going about a build he was doing for um a certain race and i i hit him up and kind of talked to him asked him a few questions and got back to me and then my friend said God, he's got a great story you just you should have him on the pot and i'm like dude i love recommendations so with that i'd like our guest to introduce himself my name is Stefan buzzer 
with the buzzers out of Sumter, South Carolina. Right on, Stefan. Um, I don't know how much you listen to this podcast. I, I know everybody in the podcast world does, or the moped world does, but we're going to run down the business as always. Uh, we start out right at the beginning. What is your first memory, not necessarily getting on, but your first memory of seeing a moped? Oh, man, I don't know. I can't remember how old I was. I remember I was little, probably elementary school, somewhere up in there. And I used to always be in the front yard, and this guy used to always ride by the house. I guess he was going to work because he would come by every time in that morning and every time the same afternoon. Around the same time, he would always be going one way, and he'd be going back the other way, like every day. And I would always look at look at my bicycle. Why well, I didn't have a motor on my bicycle? <laughs> and I just always thought that was the coolest thing that I didn't have to pedal my bicycle if I had an engine on it because I could just ride it down the road without pedaling it all the time. And I always wanted one ever since then. Right on, right on. I know you're a little bit older, but do you remember what the year? I, I love my timeline, Stefan. I love them. Um, do you remember what year about this was? If I had to guess, um, Probably early 80, 83, 84, 85, somewhere up in there. All right, right on, right on. Um, so you remember seeing the moped and like being not infatuated, I, but just loving like the idea of, hey, I wouldn't have to pedal. I remember it was yellow and white. I remember it being yellow, like almost like canary yellow almost. And it had like baskets on it. I can remember that much, but. Any chance it was a hobbit? I, it, it, it was either a Hobbit, possibly a motor became. Right. You, know, it, you could tell it was stock because it was quiet. You could just hear it like almost sound like a little bee going by the house every time it went by. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, awesome. Probably every bit of, I don't know, the moped speed is what it was. It wasn't nothing fast. <laughs> not like he zoomed by. Like you literally could hear him come and run to the road and watch him pass by. That's awesome, dude. Um, So obviously you're not getting on a moped at that age. Do you remember your first moped ride then? How I mean, obviously we're jumping forward in time, but like, do you remember My, the first time you ever got on a moped? Uh, an actual moped. I would say I was thirty-two. I don't know for some reason I was looking online back then. It was Craigslist. There was no such mm -hmm. thing as Facebook. At least I didn't know about it. It was Craigslist and. Somebody up in Lexington on the other side of Columbia, I remember it was a 93 Thomas Sprint moped. The guy wanted like $125 for it. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I seen it, I was like, if you keep it till I get home, I'm a truck driver. And I wasn't, I was out of town. Like, if you keep it till I get home, I'll give you whatever you want for it. Mm -hmm. And he held, it took me, I don't know, like two or three days. I got home, jumped up my truck, jumped up my car, went up there, picked it up, paid the 125 for it, bring it back and been messed up ever since. <laughs> was it a running <laughs> moped um i got it to run it wasn't running when i bought it it didn't run but mm -hmm. i think i like cleaned the points i mean it was a three on it. i cleaned the points cleaned the carburetor put some gas and it got a crank it vibrated like hell like all the bears was shot in it but i mean it ran I, I was able to ride it yeah yeah it sounds like you were you're pretty mechanically inclined stuff and i mean you talk to a lot of people with their first moped like not a lot but a good chunk of people like, ah, uh, I read you had to clean the carb. Like, what's your, did you just, growing up, you just had had a mechanical background? Or, like, what was that? What I'm wondering, how do you know how to turn a wrench? I built my first engine lawnmower, what it was. I was, like, 10. Mm -hmm. My uh, my daddy used to always work on stuff. And, of course, I used to be with him. He would, he would always have his tools. And 
he would like he would have his toolbox, my toolbox. Like he'd always split it like one, 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 one. We had everything. Of course, I would always still lose all his shit, even though I had my <laughs> stuff. But <laughs> and um, I remember I built this 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 lawnmower, it was like a regular push lawnmower, just on the deck, and I was trying to crank. I couldn't start. I didn't have a a, a, blade, a blade on it. And on the lawnmowers, if you know, if you don't have a blade on, it'll actually kick back on you because mm. it don't have enough force to turn the engine over to get it to crank. And I couldn't yeah. get it to crank. And my dad came home and he's like, oh, you need to put a blade on. And he put the blade on. I remember he cranked up. It ran all of like probably five seconds. I locked, slammed, like it blew all the way up. <laughs> and I remember I just like started crying. And my, my daddy was so amazed. He's like, hell, it actually ran. You know, even though it <laughs> ran like five seconds and blew up, it ran. And I remember we take it apart, like all oh, because I was like built like an old chicken coop we had. I, it was all full of dirt, rocks, mud. Mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing about cleaning shit up. And then he ended up building me a table and got some rags and stuff. And he was like, "Well, this is what you need to do. You need to take it apart and you know wipe everything down, keep everything clean." And we had this like this canal. I live out in the country. We had this canal. People used to always throw old lawnmowers, go kart, mini bikes, and shit out. Dude, you we lived in like there. the greatest canal ever. Like I would have been dying to live <laughs> yeah. there, man. Fucking throwing go-karts and everything in there? That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, if you needed a part, you could go on this thing. If you wanted to dig through, it was, like, probably, like, a mile-long, like, road where people just went out and throw all their junk out. <laughs> and you could just go dig through junk for days and just find stuff. And, of course, everything I put together, it was, it was smoke like hell because I didn't have no money to buy no parts, but I would take, like, mm-hmm. a ring out this, a part off of this, and put it together. It was smoke like hell, but, I mean, it was running, so, I mean. Yeah. It's the stuff kids don't do anymore. It, it was just no. it was something to do because we, we didn't have video games. We didn't. We barely had a basketball. You might have had the bird. You might have had a baseball, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. That, and, a, and a bicycle at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I I wasn't. That was pretty much what me and my friends did growing up. We just we 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 were lucky. We we had stuff, but like we'd rather just be getting dirty and getting greasy. So, dude, that's that's rad. Um, you said that, yeah. So you just learned turning wrenches growing up as a kid, and we'll get back into your moped journey a little bit. You bought that black Tomos, it vibrated, seals were out, blah, blah, blah. Like, did, did you get your smile right in? Because, like, that's what everybody that's, – that's when everybody gets hooked. Like, you get on it, and you just feel that sensation of speed, and you just feel that power band might even have a pipe, and you hit the pipe. Uh, what was it? When did you get your first, like, big smile ride in mopeds? It was the same bike, of course. Um, I ended up uh, basically rebuilding it, putting rings, seals, gaskets. Um, I put a high compression head. I think it was a, a Techno Circuit mm-hmm. and a 1412 one is all it was. Awesome. Now, where are you learning about? Is this like, I, I know Moped Army's around at this point, but like, where are you learning how to do this stuff? Are you running into any guys in your neighborhood, in the area who have mopeds or like, Where's your knowledge? No, nobody did. Back before I found Moped Army, it used to be a site, um, thomasmoped.org is what it was, mm-hmm. that they've been shut down a long time ago. But that's where I actually started at. And then when they shut that site down, I, I would always play Moped Forums, and that's how I found Moped Army. Okay. Um, I, I know you probably said it, but, like, do you, do you know what your – year this is like 94 five i thought you said but i could yeah oh man that's this was like probably oh man 32 i'm 44 now i'm 32 so 12 years ago so we'll say 98 
Yeah, somewhere around there. Ish. It's heavy on the ish, my guy. No worries. Yeah, somewhere around there. (laughs) That's awesome. So, like, what's what's mopeds for you at this point? Is it just – is it the puzzle? Because, like, I know know people, and I was like this for a very long time, like, they'd get a new toy, and they wouldn't work the best, and they'd like, well, this is a puzzle, and I got to figure it out, and then I can move on from the puzzle, like – or was it just, hey, I got this run, and I'm going to bring it up, go up to the liquor store, I'm going to go to go to the corner store, get this, that, or the other thing? Or was it actually fun? I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, where mopeds fit into your life at this point? It was fun, but most people know me. I don't have – I only got one pretty moped, and that's my wife's moped. It was a golden bullet that – the first moped rally I went to was back in 2015. Okay. I went to the buzzards. Buzzard Byram rally, what it was. The Buzzards and um, QCB threw it, threw it together back in 15, I believe it was. And I had my, I didn't have the Thomas, I had a Gorelli okay. rally sport. And my wife had a pink tail tail scooter. <laughs> and <laughs> she used to always beat me on this tile tile scooter. Like the thing would run like probably 41, 42, 43. My Thomas probably was good for 37, but on average, it was 33, 37 if you got it. But if you ever let out, it was back to 33. Yeah. I think my, my Gorelli was probably about 27, 28. So she's always just whipped my behind. I ain't going to lie. And I got a moped on me. And they're like, sure, you can bring a stock moped. And I was watching videos of these mopeds. I was like, oh, hell no. I ain't, I ain't doing that shit. Y'all going <laughs> to trick me. <laughs> so, so I remember I ordered a Polini kit, a Polini pipe. Um, a, a VM20 carburetor. Like, I literally took the whole bike apart and rebuilt the whole thing, kitted it all. Mm-hmm. And we went there. Like, I built it, like, the night before the moped rally and went to the moped rally. Of course you did, because that's, yeah. that's what everybody does. I just threw a kit together. I just had to go. <laughs> yeah, so like I threw this thing together. I remember, I remember I was in Plant City, Florida. I was driving a truck. I delivered a load, and I got home, like, 6 o'clock that afternoon, and my wife was like, you still going? Like, man, I'm kind of tired. I'm like, you know what? I'm going. Mm-hmm. So I remember we showed up to the rally like 8 o'clock that night, and everybody was about to do the night ride. They was all pulling out. And I showed up in my RV, and everybody looking like, where the hell is this bus going? It was me, of course. <laughs> I pulled up, like, tired as hell. Everybody like, okay, you going to ride? Like, yeah. They're like, okay, come on. Like, where are you going to park? Like, like hell with a parking right here. So I, like, stopped <laughs> the middle road. By the time I got the RV, then I got both bikes unstrapped, unloaded, sitting on the ground. And I'm like, oh, shit, I ain't going to even get no rest. It cranked up and we took off. <laughs> so we did the night ride, and it was fine. And, you know, we came back. We had we had a good time. And then we went to Saturday, which was the long, the big ride is always Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I remember we got like five minutes from the spot. We were going up this long hill. And the wife's scooter could not. She was like 15 miles an hour. Like, I'm on my gorilla. It's probably around like 30 up this hill. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching her behind me and trying to watch the pack in front of me. So she can keep up, and it's like, I'm slowing down. So I'm like, what's wrong? I can't go for 15 miles an hour. And I'm like, oh, hell, really? <laughs> so they left us. They, they ran off. They left us. And she started crying. Aww. And she was, she, she was more upset than me. It was my <laughs> rally, you know what I'm <laughs> And she's like, I want a, I want a Thomas or a Pook. And I'm like, what the hell do you know about a Thomas or a Pook? I want a <laughs> Thomas or a Pook, and I wanted to go six miles an hour. I'm like, you know how much that costs you? I don't care. <laughs> Just start throwing cash at it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Exactly. So that's where the purple golden bullet got that I got now that she got that you've probably seen. Mm-hmm. That's where that bike came in at. Nice, nice. And I got it powder coated, stripped it down, powder coated. Probably got about twenty five hundred in the bike, and 
the bike probably with her and her brother's about 53, 54. She's happy with it. Mm-hmm. But so no, that's I, where I, that I, bike come in. Stefan, I'm going to let you in on something, and I'm going to let everybody in on something. I get guests, and I purposely don't learn anything about them. So I can – because I've done that a few times with some guests where, like, I know them intimately, like Charlie or Becca. Or, or I didn't know Becca that well, but, like, with Charlie or, like, I like getting to know people. So that's why, mm-hmm. like, I've seen some of your stuff, but I per- – and, like, this happened to me about three weeks ago, and you and I have been talking about getting you on for a while and, like – I understand you're a family man and you're a trucker. So I, you're, I'm willing to work around your schedule, but like I purposely didn't learn anything about you for this reason. So I can get to know you as our, as the guests, as the listeners of second chance and moped podcast is as well. So like I've seen some of your stuff, but just act like I have never seen your stuff. We'll say that. Oh, well that that's where the purple bike came from that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. So, but I've my seen bikes, that. yeah, my bikes personally are ready bikes because I like the I like junk. Anything mm-hmm. that somebody calls junk, it ain't gonna run. It can't run. It's a piece of crap. That's the bikes I want. Yeah, yeah. The buses are known for fast bikes. They pick at me all the time. Like you had to build a fast bike. Like no, I build bikes. I mean, <laughs> I go to I go to Atlanta. I go to Doll Cycles all the, probably sometime once or twice a year. And I dig through their junk pile, and I pick up the the old the stuff that nobody wants about not junk, but the stuff nobody want, nobody would want it. Mm-hmm. And I bring it back, and I rebuild it. I get it running, and some of it I sell, some of it I give to people who need it, and some of it I I just keep. And hey, Stephen, you're a trucker. I need mopeds, so you can give me any mopeds you need. I I have before I, before doll cycles. I used to go on on Craigslist once again. Mm-hmm. And I would buy mopeds off Craigslist. I buy them off eBay, and I have people meet them. I strap them on the back of my truck, and I bring them back home. That's awesome. Before I started going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you went to your first rally. Are you? Um, is there any? Where are you living? It? Do you live in some? I don't. You don't. Where were I you live living in, at that point? I live in Most Corner. Um, if you've been to Corner's place, I'm probably. 10, 15 minutes tops around the corner from Conan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when do you start noticing is I know there's not a big scene there by any means, especially like way back when we're talking, like when do you start to get into the moped culture, if you will? So, I mean, I know you went to your first rally, but when are you starting to meet moped people? It was mostly between rallies and moped army. Like somebody would Somebody will come moped on me, have a problem, and, you know, people get tired of you asking the same question. They'll tell you, search, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And I would PM them on the side, like, what's the problem? Blah, blah, blah. Some people don't don't know a flat point screwdriver from Phillips screwdriver. So I'm like, <laughs> if you want to ship it to me, I'll fix it for you for whatever the cost of parts is. $20 plus the cost of parts mm-hmm. is what I do most stuff for. And I've had people ship me frames to weld up, ship me engines to rebuild, and I'll rebuild them, and I'll send them back. Or they'll, 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 some of them have come by, some have come by, drop off a whole bike, and I build a whole bike, and they come back and pick it up. It's just, I guess it's more of helping people is mm-hmm. how I really got into it. Cause That's awesome. If you talk to enough, you could tell the people who know something who don't know anything. The, per, the people who don't know anything, they don't want to need help. Mm-hmm. So I just help whoever when That's I got a- time, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, people are, I always tell for myself, Stefan, like people are always welcome to come over to my garage, use my tools. I will give you assistance wherever, 
but I am not going to work on your bike for you when you, when I can, I can teach you how to work on it, but I'm not going to work on it for you. And like, and you're doing the awesome job of like, I'll do it for you. Just, yeah, we'll just get mopeds on the road. That's really rad. Well, um, I'll do, I'll do it for you to a point. The one I can't stand is you come to my place and I'm helping you and you got the text and answer every message that come across <laughs> your phone. That pees me off. I'm trying to help you and yep. you on your damn phone. So you're not paying anything. You're not learning anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to kick you out of my yard and <laughs> <in> not <that> long. <laughs> That's awesome, fella. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to your first rally. Your wife can't keep up. Your bike handles it, which is awesome. Even, I mean, it's a, you said you're on your Gorelli there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to ask you something later about that. I got to make my little note. Um, so when do you... You, you build that bike like this. Is this where you kind of realize there's more moped people in South Carolina at this point? Or like, how do you start to meet the moped people of South Carolina? The first person I met in South Carolina, actually, of course, was Charlie. Um, mm-hmm. Can't remember how long ago it was. I remember he had a QT50 that he was working on, a Yamaha QT50. And he wanted to put the PW final driving which makes it faster than the qt mm-hmm. and i had one and i told him i got one you know if you want to meet me because i knew he was in columbia of course i was driving trucks so i met him at a truck stop and he came and pick up the the, 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 the the difference or something else i can't remember what the other part was and i basically just gave it to him i'm like hell i'm probably gonna throw it away so if you want it you can use it to have it mm-hmm. and uh we kind of kept in touch after that off and on and then i ended up meeting calvin can't remember how I met Calvin, and then it wasn't long that I just, I just kind of. Then that's when I found it was like actually a moped club that people rode around on. Mm-hmm. Um, when was a? Obviously, you're kind of out. You're out on your own right now, but like, and I know, like, when was it? Like, was that rally your first um, group ride with people, or did you start doing group? Did you ever do like a group ride in um, Columbia or anything like that? Like. The rally was pretty much my first group ride with moped people, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, so I mean, I, I never knew it even existed. So when I heard about that, like, I had to go just to see what it was all about. and It was on after that. Yeah, I was going to say, it really got your hooks in here. Like, I think anybody who's been – I can't say anybody. I think for a lot of people, the first time they – go to a rally and they see the community, it just gets it even more infectious. Um, so you get, I'm kind of, I don't know, uh, my, my head's in about 15 different spots right now. So, <laughs> uh, dude, I had a great, I, I, I'm enjoying the weather right now in Minnesota cause it's getting, it, winter is coming, Stefan, winter is coming. And like, I got out on a great fall ride and my bike's running really great right now. Um, I, I, I pretty much run hobbits, as you know. Um, when's the first time you really got on a varied bike? I mean, I know you build some. I've been told you build some pretty, pretty fast stuff if you want to. Um, first variated bike, actual moped, probably. It would be a motor king. Okay. Uh, well, was, a forty, yeah. a forty T. Mm-hmm is what it was um actually no it was a 40t it was actually i, I say a 40t but it's it the one they call a road runner which was made by dixie dixie international i believe it was 1974 is a blue one okay 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. I got, that was my first moped, man. It was a variated bike. And like, now I get on, I've had some pooks. I've got on some Tomos and they all work great and they're awesome. But like, I don't know, maybe you can identify like once you get, once you get on a variated bike, it's like, okay, this is what a moped should be. Um, to a point. Um, I really, me personally, if I'm gonna build a fast bike, I like single speeds. I don't know okay. why. I just, I just love myself. I love a variated bike, but I'm a big dude, and I don't know. It just, it just does something to me when I can take a single speed and make it keep up with everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear that, my uh, fella. Um, so we're talking about rally. We're start talking about culture. You're starting to um meet the buzzards and hang around them like what made you decide you wanted to be a part of that uh club was it just they're really welcoming and friendly or they were um we all kind of clicked together you know we could actually have a conversation it wasn't i'm i, I don't know i guess all moped people are weird to a point but i'm like <laughs> really weird to a point and i really don't get along with anybody I don't hate anybody, but I don't get along with anybody. So I kind of stayed to myself. Well, I could actually hang out with them and not feel as though I had to stay to myself all the time. Like I could go, I could hang out with them and we could talk and we could laugh and we could get together, do stuff. And, you know, it, it, it was just always fun. Yeah, dude. I uh, totally identify with what you just said there. Um, what year, like when did you start prospecting for them? Um... And what was that process like? Because you're, I mean, you said yourself, you're older, you're an older gentleman. You're not like angel, but I mean, you're older than all of them. So like, what's that process like? You're, you being older than Charlie and Tommy and Kelvin and all those guys, like. Um, they didn't do me too bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll say. They, they didn't do me too bad. You know, of course I had, I had to do stuff, you know, I had to listen and, you know, I had to, you know, be like, I was actually into it. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't just be like, you know, it, it wasn't like, you know, well, I'm older than your ass. You ain't gonna tell me what the hell to do. You know, I, I would, I mean, I'm the type, I do stuff within reason. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've worked on their bikes, you know, we did stuff. Um, Tom used to give me hell all the time. He would just always, he had like this high pitched voice every time he was like, prospect! And I'd be like, oh my God, really? <laughs> and, he, and he would do it to a point to where I wouldn't hear him. And then Calvin or somebody would be like, um, I think Tommy's calling, like, oh shit, that's what that is. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know but it, 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 it was all right. I mean, they didn't give me too much hard time, but, you know, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy made sure I stayed on my toes. Yeah, he's a he's a funny cat. Um, what I know, you're. I think I know this answer, but I'll ask it anyway. It's like we we talked a lot about rallies. We talked a lot about buzzards. Like, what's the farthest you've been away to go to a moped rally? Um, I would say I want to say Nashville. Okay. Nashville, um, daggers. Uh, what about two years ago, maybe? Because we didn't do nothing this year. I don't think was it last year when Dag when the Daggers had their first rally. Okay, I think that you know, just hearing on uh, Moped Monday podcast, I think their rally was 2019, maybe, maybe I don't know. 
Um, yeah, it was, it was ET. I want to think it was last year because I went to a good. We went to a good bit around that. We did nothing this year, of course, because of what's going on. So I think it was last year in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all went to Nashville, we, but nobody was going. I'm like, I mean, I'm like, I'm going. Like, whoever want to go, like, come on, let's go. And we all just ended up loading up and going to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Um, how come you didn't? If you mind me asking, how come you didn't make Florida? Were you working or? Yeah, I. I wanted to go. I was I was tired. I just got in like that morning. And I probably could have made Florida if I thought about calling somebody like, look, I'm just I'm just too tired. Like I drove like already eleven hours coming back and to go to Florida was like another nine, ten hours to go down oh. there. I, I wouldn't have made it driving. Yeah. And I was so tired. I came home, I went to sleep. I didn't think about calling somebody be like, hey, you know, come pick me up or so I didn't think about it until of course everybody was gone and so yeah. Hey, dude, work happens. What can you say? Um, and then by by the time the wife got home, she wanted to. She would have took me, but she was tired. I'm like, shit, we both tired. We ain't gonna freaking make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, no worries. I mean, you did miss the only rally of the year, but no big deal. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just keep, keep rubbing it in, you and everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, dude, like like I tell people, like, that was the only reason why I went. It was just kind of a knee-jerk reaction the Thursday before, and I was in the back of a room booking flights, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going. So, Man, look, I, who knew that was going to be the only rally, though? Who knew? Nobody knew. I think that's the reason why people are still talking about because I can guarantee you this. We wouldn't be talking about it if it was the only rally of the year. Um, so let me ask you your next question, kind of how I discovered you. What um, made you decide you wanted to do the Baker's Dozen? We'll say next year. It was going to be this year, but like, what you? What made? Was it just proximity to where you lived, or was it just kind of one of those bucket list things, or um, something different? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been to rallies, and it's like I always want to do. I always want to do either Baker's Run, and I want to do a moped GP. Well, mm-hmm. of course, I'm not going to do a moped GP this year, but. I actually got a bike that I was building for Moped GP since last year that I'm working on. And then I decided, you know what? Why not do Baker's? That, it'll be fun riding all back roads about 11, 1,200 miles if I can stand it. <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? It's worth a try. I talked to Charlie. He was like, yeah, well, we did it before. It's not that bad. You know, you got to be committed to it. I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to try. I'm like, hell, I'm getting older, you know, it's this. I ain't getting no younger. You know, younger people, they can keep putting off. Cause like I'm to the point now where if something crosses my mind, I want to do it. I just, I want to do it. And exactly. I want to do it. Exactly. And that's, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I feel like an asshole saying this. I'm not as old as you, but um, that's a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of the reasons why I'm doing the things I do. Um, you never like, especially I was, I don't know how much you know about me, Stefan. I don't need to go into it. Cause I talk about it every week. I was in a really bad moped accident a couple of years ago. And ever since then, and I healed up, dude, I'm just like, I'm not going to talk about what could be or what I might do. I'm just going to do this a lot, you know? Um, so we, we jumped around a bit. We we're talking about your prospecting part. Um, what was it like becoming in, in, uh, in a moped gang? Like once you got pro once you got patched in, what was that like for you? I was, I don't, I don't, I, I really can't explain it because, you know, I wanted to and I didn't even, I didn't even think it was going to happen to be honest with you. I don't know why I thought that because 
you know, some people you got to prospect for a while. Some people just ain't in it. Some is, some ain't. And I don't know. It's like I tried. I actually tried for a few years, and I, I guess I don't know if they if I wasn't paid any attention or what. So I guess I never gave up. Is is what happened. Mm-hmm. It's like I would always hang around. I would always we'd always meet up at a rally somewhere, no matter. Mostly like Atlanta, Richmond, you know, Charlotte. We'd always bump in each other somewhere. We would hang out for a while. And, of course, when everybody could talk, you know, I would just go wherever because I wasn't a part of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would always meet up somewhere and work on something or get something going or just hang out for a while. So then I think I, I mentioned it to Calvin one day, and he was like, you know, I had a feeling, but, you know, I guess they were waiting for me to say something. Like, I never really said anything. I just kind of... I was kind of just hang around like I had this interest, but I never said anything because I didn't know what the answer would be. And I don't like the answer. No, I never liked the answer. No, ever since I was growing up. So. Well, I don't think I any was... of us do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just never said anything. And when I finally mentioned, it's like, I guess they were kind of waiting for me to say something because they had that feeling, but I would just never say yeah, yeah. It's like how how does the girl know how you want to ask her out if you never ask her out type of deal? Yeah, um, it's one of those deals, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sounds like it meant a lot for you to um get drawn in Lebu- get into the buzzards. And like I said, I met a lot of great people in mopeds. Um I can't tell you how awesome people have been to me in the, the whole moped community. I'm not affiliated with any club. I most likely never will be just whatever, but like how every club is like, I just put yourself out there people and just be cool. You know, no bummers as they say. Um, so you got, why we'll jump back into the Baker's dozen. I don't know why, but like, this has been the running theme for every freaking podcast I've done the last couple of weeks. Um, why did you, I think, I think you might've said something before about it, but why'd you pick the Honda platform? to do it other than the obvious variation because i'm a big guy mm-hmm. um i'm six foot three almost 300 i'm like 297 pounds mm-hmm. so being that it was going to be in the mountains per se a single speed that wasn't going to cut it. even though i love a single speed that wasn't going to cut it mm-hmm. um mostly at two speeds uh, I don't, I don't think a Z, a Z possibly would, but it's just too many parts and everybody rides a Thomas, like just like everybody rides a Derby. That's why I didn't build a Derby. Everybody mm-hmm. wants a Derby. Like everybody wants a Thomas. So that was, those two was almost out of it just because they were easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobbit, I was working on the Hobbit probably about three years. I didn't put it together, took it apart, put it together, took it apart. And now the biggest coming up, I got a purpose for it. So now I got mm-hmm. to build it. So that's where the Hobbit kind of came in. Besides it variated, mm-hmm. um, I was already working on it. I just had to get it to where I needed. Yeah, yeah. To be able to carry the big guy. That's why I don't have like the most people are like, why you don't put a big pipe on it? I'm 300 pounds. I don't need <laughs> I don't need to be waiting on a pipe to hit in the mountains. I need the pipe to be there when yeah. I need to go. Yeah. No, that makes once like because I even I think I asked you that. Why why are you going promo? And you're like, well, I'm this that oh that. Yeah, it makes total sense. Um, you just kind of want to – you don't have to tell everything, but you just kind of want to tell the bits and pieces you're putting in Lad Hobbit? 
Um, it's pretty much a race crank, um, DR kit, water, treats water, cool head, promo pipe, PHBG 19. Um, I got springs in the clutch. I got a one-way rope bearing in for starting it. Uh, what, what color, what springs did you go with for the clutch? Did you go the Molossi reds or? Then a red, but I got a GY6 red. It's not Molossi. It's yep. just a, the GY6 scooter red springs. What's in it? Nothing special. I had a whole box up to the house. I figured I was going to try these. I put them in and they worked, yeah. worked pretty good. I think I could use something a little heavier, but that's what's in it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, the GY6 are good. They're a little softer spring. So I've ran I've ran a lot of GY6s. I like the Molossi because they, they're a little stiffer. But the hiccup with the Molossi's I've had, I've been snapping them. So that and the Pelini springs, you know. They snap pretty easy, but they're a stiffer spring, and that's going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going <clears> – <throat> are you going HPI on the ignition or – I still have the stock points right now. I haven't made my mind up with the ignition. Mm-hmm. So I'm running the points. I kind of wanted to keep the points for the simple fact that if something happened, I could fix points faster. I could fix a CBI if I break down somewhere in the mountain somewhere. Mm-hmm. Points will be easier to fix. I really was building a bike – to where if it broke, it would be easier to fix than try to fix. If I put an HPI on it, my initial kicks out, I'm pretty much screwed. Unless you bring another HPI with you. But, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, shit, you're talking about $300 ignition. Who who has an extra $300 just to bring an extra ignition? Well, some of us don't have a fucking life, Stefan, and we want another 300 No, I'm just messing with you, my guy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, of, of, of all the extra parts I got to bring, now I got to bring an extra $300. I mean, I already need an extra piston, an extra cylinder, more belts and, and variators and everything else. Now I got to bring another $300 ignition. Like, shit, just bring another whole bike, why don't you? <laughs> No, that's right. That's that's a very good point. That I, there's I not a lot that, of night riding in that, is from my understanding. So, well, it, it's that when I built the bike, it's not like I had a lot of when I finally made my mind, like I only had like a three month window to work on this thing in. So, like I said, I'm married, I, I, I was self employed, and I mm-hmm. just can't just dump grands into this bike in two, three months. My wife will kill me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hear that fella. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is, is the bike done or did you just kind of pause on it a little bit since, uh, it got, the Bakers got pushed back and then now it's pushed back to 2021. I've been, I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm actually working on the brakes right now. I'm not going, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with the brakes, but the brakes like really suck on it. Well, it's a Hobbit. So yeah. 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 They, they, but they, they, they really suck on this one. So I'm working on the brakes right now. Um, um, one thing try for the brakes, that front brake cable, um, do you have that little band, that strap deal that'll keep the cable to the fender? You can zip, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you pictures later. One thing I noticed, if you take that little rubber thing that keeps the brake cable to the fender, ditch that and zip tie that because what happens a lot of time with the hobbits that cable will actually move and you'll lay, lose braking power uh well see i don't even i can't even find a front brake cable for you i got a rear brake cable but not front brake cable so i'm working on that probably going to make it one up i guess i don't know well are you running factory brakes are you yeah. running the dude no, i, I think i think i've got one Stefan. i just because you're 
good with Charlie in your buzzer. I'll just send you one. I've got. Yeah, I mean, I'm running stock breaks and all as of now to see how well that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I'll, I got break cable for you, dude. No worries. Um, I'll get your. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, for fucking as much as Charlie and Becca did for me. Yeah, and Charlie loves you, so dude, whatever. Um, so you got the breaks. You got break it. We're talking the um, Baker's dozen. Uh, what was? What's your kind of average week of mopeds like the, now? Are you riding much? I mean, I know you work a lot. I know you got your family, man. Um, do you try to get out once, twice a week just to rip around? or? Honestly, I wrench more than I ride. Um, mm-hmm. I probably got close to 20 bikes all together. Mm-hmm. And my, I'm going to say my son, he was diagnosed with ADHD. Well, I think I got a touch of it, too, because I can't work on one thing for too damn long. So. Mm-hmm. That's my other problem. Like, I work on something till I either I get tired, pissed off, then I go to this one, I go to this one, I go to that one. I do ride every once in a while, but mostly I build them. Yeah, I dude. build them and I ride them, and once they're running good, for some reason, my best running bikes, I sell them for some reason. I don't know why. I, I, I don't. I, I got to stop doing that shit. But. Probably because you get bored with them because they work too well. <laughs> I, I guess, because I don't have nothing to, to, to tank on. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'm always working on them, like, if I get home, usually I'll get up 12, 1 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I'll stay out in the shop to about 4, 5, 6 in the morning because everybody's sleeping. I can actually work on it without being interrupted. Mm-hmm. That's that's that weird moped shop time, dude. Like, you get in the shop, you get wrenching. Like, I can go out there, especially in the wintertime Minnesota where we have, like, 36 hours of dark. Yeah, there's 24 hours a day. We have 36 hours of dark up here. Um, but, like, dude, I'll go into my shop around 5 o'clock six o'clock it's dark out and i don't have clocks in my shop and next thing i know it's 11 11 30 at night and i, I gotta be to work at freaking 5 a.m i'm like oh my god <laughs> been there done that yeah dude freaking moped shops are worse than casinos like no time time just flies um so you're you're a wrencher, dude. That's awesome. Like it takes everybody. Like I'm okay at wrenching, but I just want to fucking ride all the time. Like, um, and that goes to my next question. Like, and I and I love asking people this because everybody's got their own answer. Like, do you remember when or where, like the first time you're riding, or like you're at an event, or you kind of stand back and look and like in kind of amazement that you're a part of this now? Like I, I just get such an enjoyment of being, I get so much joy riding. Like I ride all the time and it just makes me so fucking happy to ride a moped, but it also makes me so happy to be around a group of people, you know, and we're all talking mopeds. And like, do you remember the first time you kind of got that sense of like, fuck, this is just great. Or this is awesome. Or I don't know if that makes any sense to you. The first rally I went to. Mm hmm. The first one I went to with on on the Gorelli, because mm-hmm. simple fact everybody hated Gorelli and it actually made the whole trip. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just so funny. I would always show up with that Gorelli. Like for about two years, I would I would take it to every rally and everybody, like, dude, you got a Gorelli? It actually runs? Like yeah, it runs. And then I would like we would leave, we would come back. It actually went like yeah, it actually made the whole trip. Like yeah, it runs. And and, and people were just so amazed that a Gorelli actually ran. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, so. Well, I've heard um, I've that, never that touched. Happy. I've never touched a Gorelli, but I hear like from people much smarter than me, always tell me, "Dude, 
Gorellis are fucking awesome. They just have like one major issue, their clutch. So how did you get around the clutch issue? It's not an issue. <laughs> it's the, the only thing it is with a Gorilla, the rubber clutch. It's not an issue. It's just that if it get hot, it sticks, so it don't mm-hmm. slip. Yep. It's not. It's a piece of rubber. It's not like it's going to explode like everything else. It's not like it's going to tear a chunk of your leg or tear your engine up. It's rubber. It just get hot. So it gets sticky when it cools. It'll slip again. Okay. So um, if if it sticks, you just give it a little push starts. It'll take off and it'll still run. It. It's no issue. It just. I don't know. It don't it don't slip when it get hot? Is the only problem. Okay. Have you tried those new jammer clutches for the Gorellis? Did you ever get your hands on some of those? Yes, I actually had a, I actually had a couple of hammers, and then I had a I got a jammer and one now. They're okay. Um, they're about better. Gorelli is just a weird bike. Is they, they they're fine. They work. They work better than the rubber clutch to a point. But I like the rubber clutch better. Is that just only, because that's what you started with, and you you know how to tune it, or it's not even too. It, it starts better. Like the any any of the clutches you get, they make them hard to start. They, mm-hmm. they slip, and it don't start. Then you got to pull it, and you got to push it, and you got to pedal so fast, and you got to get your hold your lip just right for it to start. But I mean, once it cranks up, they're fine. Yeah. But no. the, the, the the starting it is, is the most issue with them because like i th- it was a few different people like they're like dude the motors are just like an e50 with bigger transfers so like that's what i've been told over and over and i know where one's at and i i kind of want to get one but like dude i've got freaking two to three hobbits to build right now and like i'm not fast at building bikes i'm i try to build stuff so that's solid but i'm just not fast at it so it's like oh i can't i can't i can't um so that first that first rally really got your hooks, and you, you had you had the song or the dance I always call it with people. Um, what's your other than the Baker's dozen? What's your twenty twenty one plans going for mopeds? Do you have any? Um, I'm probably going to try to finish my moped GP bike. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to finish that, and I don't know. Um, I've been talking with with Benji at Treats. You know, I talked to Benji. I talked to Dulce. I, talk, I haven't been to Dulce. I, I actually want to go to Treatland just one time, just ride out there, just take about a week or two off, just to go out there and see them because they, they, they have been real good to me over the years. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's been good to me, I like to go and visit. So I'm thinking I'm going to probably go out there and visit them, just see what every all that is all about. What I think do, that's everybody's... I think that's everybody's moped little dream. A lot of us who've never been there, like, I want to go check it out just, just because like, you know, but yeah, dude, that's awesome. And like, I'm, I'm happy to hear that other people have that same little dream that I do. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the main things I want to do, mm-hmm. but um, that's pretty much it. Just, just go to more rallies than I have. Usually I try to go to three, four, maybe five a year. Um, I'm getting a little older and I don't work as much as I used to. So I'm going to try to do a little more, a little further away. Yeah. Yeah. Like Minnesota, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What's your year? The buzzards don't count. What's your favorite rally you go, you've been to? Um, and your first one and your first one doesn't count because like, I think the first rally is special to everybody. 
without um, the buzzing rally. So you already said they don't count. So yeah, because it's your rally. Um, if I had to, it would be between. It's kind of hard. Atlanta is always a good rally. Mm-hmm. Swoops is always a good rally. But I also had fun at. Um, oh man, damn name slipped my mind. Virginia. Um, was it the Rebel Rouser one or Black Black Exactly. The, yeah, yeah, the, the Rebel ride, Rouser. Ride and Chatter? Yeah, that one. Yeah, Damn, yeah. that freeze my ass off, but that was fun <laughs> as hell. How cold, uh, how cold is it there during the Ride and Chatter? I remember 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it was 37 degrees. Holy cow, it actually gets that cold there. Huh. Oh, just imagine what it was at night. Like, literally, we showed up for the Friday night ride, and everybody was pretty much like, you know what? We just gonna build a bonfire. We gonna call it a night. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. It was too yeah. cold for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Last year uh, they had a ride up in Duluth, Minnesota, which is like an hour from the Canadian border, basically. And it was like right about this time of the year. And like everybody goes, "You coming up for the Friday night ride, Jim?" And I saw it was like fifty. I'm like, nope, no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, no, I'm from Minnesota, dude. I snowmobiled in twenty below windshield. I'm not never gonna do it again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can believe that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anybody we're kind of trailing towards the end here? Um, is there anybody you want to shout out, say hi to, or anything like that, Stefan? Well, of course, the buzzer, the swoops. Um, my brain is sleeping right now. I'm trying to wake it up, dude. Me too. <laughs> My brain like literally sleep. Like I'm sitting here now, like I should be in my bed like three hours ago. <laughs> I ain't been there yet. <laughs> I'm just pretty much all the moped people, everybody who knows me. Cause mm-hmm. I if, if I start naming names, I'll probably be naming names forever. It's just it's just so many. Yeah, yeah. There's so many people I've helped, so many people I've met, so many people I've deal with. Yeah. It, some people not on day, but these monthly, some people's by the year, just there's just so many of them. Yeah, dude. Um, if anybody out in podcast land wants to check it out, Stefan's got a pretty good, uh, build thread going for his, um, Baker's dozen bike. I, I like it a lot. That's some reason why I wanted you on here. I was hoping to talk to you, um, when I was in South Carolina a couple weeks ago, but just our, our ships were crossing in the night again, just didn't make it happen. Um, yeah, it looks like a really interesting build. I dig a lot of what you're doing. Um, I like your, I like what you always, any, any question I have that I think I know the answer to, you come up with something better and I learn. Um, so I got to thank you again for coming on the podcast uh, this week, Stefan. Um, again, one more time, people, the email is secondchancemoped at gmail.com. If you want to comment, suggest guests, send me stuff. You're more than welcome to. Um, also, the Instagram is secondchancepod. Same with uh, Facebook groups, secondchance a moped podcast. I got to thank Stefan Buzzard again so much for coming on the podcast. And Stefan, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Talk to you later, my guy. Bye. Bye.